Maybe. Good evening, baseball fans. It is July 20th. I'm pretty sure it's a Thursday. I'm not sure because it's the middle of summer and I've lost all track of time. Um, <laughs> this is Susie. I'm all by myself um, as a host, but I have a very special guest named Emily Nyman. Um, maybe some of you will recognize her from the Breaking Balls podcast. We love her around here, um, even though she's a, a Yankees fan. We'll forgive her for that, but that's okay, right? <laughs> like, we we love all of our fans here, right? Um, anyways, it's been a hot minute since we've been here. So if you're new around here, uh, a warning. Um, if young children are around, you should probably, I don't know, maybe not listen to this with them around. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do, though. Um, but there will be a um, rated R warning put on this. Uh, lots of cussing. The F word is my second favorite thing that starts with F around here. Um, there will be drinking bourbon, actually bourbon this time. If you're not new around here, you'll know that that is quite rare. And then um, probably sexual innuendos because that's how we roll. Um, but again, I am here. Emily is over there and uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to do a little bit of interview and then a little bit of um, kind of what's going around the league and all of the fun AL East very fun. Yes. That is, that is the word for it. Battle? That is a I word. I don't even know what's going on over there in the AL East because I'm over here in the AL West still looking up at the motherfucking Rangers. Anyway, so um, like I said, if you're new around here, there's your warning. That's the first F word. I've lost count of how many F words we've said, but you know, it will be a lot this time. So, um, but before we get into it, guys, I got a, I got a bourbon. I got a bourbon. Boomtown. Old Umble Distilling in Umble, Texas. Um, Boomtown Bourbon, y'all. Boomtown bur Bourbon. If, Like I said, if you're new around here, um, you know that this is not um, a normal thing. Normally, I'm a vodka or a tequila girl, but we're, we're trying the bourbon. So we're going to see if I actually make a face. We're going to see. So we got, we got over ice. Over ice because um, I'm a bitch. I'll just be really fucking honest about that. And... I don't know the Wait, difference. Like that's between. a pussy thing. Drinking with ice is like a pussy thing. Apparently, I don't know. Oh my god! Um, so I've been told, but like by you know, like machismo guys that, right? Uh, like by guys that are actually gigantic pussies. Yeah, they're like they're like it's gonna put hair on your chest, bitch. Why do why the fuck do I want hair on my chest? Like I don't want any fucking hair on my chest. Um, but we'll You're see. Like who says I don't already have that? Okay, <laughs> exactly. exactly my chest. I'm like, um, you know, I have to tweezy. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> like I said, I've got this this. Boomtown bourbon. We're going to see if I make a face. Like I said, I don't know anything about bourbon or whiskey, so you can take my opinion with a grain of salt, but that's all right. Um, it apparently is available in 34 states. So, Emily, if you are a um, bourbon drinker or you know any bourbon drinkers, it can be shipped to New York. So, not much of a drinker, smoker. Ever? Okay. No, okay. Not, yeah, not really. I uh, I drink probably like probably like once a year. Really, I get absolutely annihilated at my office Christmas party every year, <laughs> and that's basically it. I feel like that's a great place to get <laughs> annihilated. Like that. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I like pretend that I know, like, because I'm like, it's really expensive wine. I don't even drink ever. So, like, what the difference does it make? I don't know the difference. Well, so, I feel like, the need to drink three bottles to the head because it's expensive. 
I just throw it all back up. You're like, later okay, on in the evening. Great. This is this is exactly what we want to do. I don't I don't drink wine either because I'm not a real adult, and that's what I've been told. They're like, Susie, how are you not drinking wine? Well, don't know. It, is... it doesn't taste good to me. Um, no, but this bourbon, pretending. This bourbon is all right. So again, if you're a real bourbon drinker and you're coming here for my bourbon takes, probably the wrong idea. But <laughs> if you want a bourbon that doesn't, um, I don't know, taste like gasoline and burn going on the way down, here we go. Uh, yeah, apparently it's like, I don't know, 90 proof or so. I don't know. I don't know my alcohols. Apparently I pulled up the actual thing on, on it to give you some sort of like context. I say yeah. you, not you, Emily, you know, but like the people. Well, I, I need it. I don't know. Um, apparently oh, this shit. is made from 72% corn and 19% rye and 9% malted barley. I don't know why that is matters, but whatever. Um, 45% alcohol volume. There we go. That's what it is. So it's, it's delightful. It's not the worst thing that I've ever put in my mouth. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, however you will. And if you go to oldumbledistilling.com and you want to purchase one of these bottles, you can get free shipping with the code free Susie. F-R-E-E-S-U-Z-Y. Um, don't get any ideas about that code, you know, just it's literally just for free shipping for the whiskey. Free Susie. I'm not like, I don't know. It's not like a secret hidden message or anything. I'm not being held captive. It's not one of those like <laughs> free Susie. Hashtag free yeah. Susie. Yeah. It's not one of those like um, Susie's kidnapped and like the kidnappers are letting her use social media to, you know, like and I'm sure that all of the appearances. I'm are, like, sure, I'll be a yeah. guest on her kidnapping. Yeah, that's. Shh, Emily, don't give it away. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, um, I I think <clears throat> I found out about you in my searches for female-led baseball podcasts, yeah. like a year and a half ago, when I really start like dug deep into the um, absolute abyss that is baseball podcasts, and then I realized that ninety-four and a half percent of them were made by like old white guys and well yes cool this is not it's not what i wanted it's not what i wanted at all and i came across yours and i was like well kind of like this girl and then and then you dropped your first f-bomb and i was like well now i really like this fucking girl and she may be my favorite person ever so um and then you know what like two weeks ago three weeks ago i've lost all track of time like i said because it's summertime around here <laughs> um we were on a podcast together with our good friend kelsey of peace love and baseball and it just solidified my love for you even more and um and now now you're here and i'm so excited about that so thank you so much for joining us em thank you for having me i'm stoked to be here if people aren't aware of emily's podcast give us kind of like the elevator pitch and of what um what your show is kind of about well, it's called the Breaking Balls podcast. Uh, it's a baseball podcast. I mean, sometimes we talk a little bit about Lego and other shit that I like, but right. we basically talk about the Yankees. It's uh, with my co-host, who is also my cousin, John. He is an, a uh, Mets fan, and um, we just shoot the shit every week. We uh, talk about both teams. We talk about a little bit of things going around the league, and we just have a good time. Is he just is he going through it right now? Does he just want to unalive himself and just jump off all the bridges? Or is I mean, he he's a Mets fan. Yeah, so he's, he's a Mets used fan. To it. So 
Yes. Okay. There was one of those, um, like last year was great. And, you know, this year they were cautiously optimistic. But then when things took a turn, it's like, are they going to flip out about it? You know, like this is like, this is like the, uh, the mode that they usually are switched in at this point in the season. That's so fair. whatever. That's fair. Um, how are you feeling over there? Are you ready to unalive yourself over the Yankees record? Or are you just like, uh, whatever? I mean, the record, I really don't care about the, in terms of like last place, like whatever, if this, were a situation where there weren't like all five teams in the division over 500, it'd be a different right. story. But I stopped having hopes for the division many weeks ago. Cause That's basically fair. if for no other reason than like last season, the first half, the Yankees were the Rays. They like played like 700 baseball. So when the second half came around and they did almost an a, like an about face and they played like 300 baseball in August and they were really, really awful. The lead that they had built in the first half was just too much that the other teams, the Rays, um, the Blue Jays, they couldn't, it was insurmountable. So I knew that that was going to be the case for the Rays that even if they like took a dump the second half, like the Yankees did last year, they still had such a substantial lead in the division that there's too many stars that have to align because they have to lose. And then you have to win on the same day. And it's just like trying to make up fucking 10 or 12 games. It's just, not going to happen. So I've been, I've been looking and having my sights set on the wild card for a, a while now. So as long as they stay within, within like a shot of the wild card, right. literally up until the last week, I'm okay. You know. So it is what it is. It's the Yankees. You know, I, I follow them too closely to like be like <laughs> this is this is the year for some reason. You know, like yeah, Rodon heading him is great and and re-signing Judge is great, but I had no reason to believe otherwise that anything else was going to be different. I knew right. that they were going to get into the postseason somehow, most likely. And if they're hot when they go in, great. That's really what they're banking on every single season. Just about let who's ask, hot. Let me ask you this then. Since you obviously do follow the Yankees as closely as you do, do you think that it has since it's become the baby Steinbrenner and not daddy Steinbrenner, do you think that that um, the younger Steinbrenners have just been okay with maybe not being the championship championship team, not taking it all the way and just being like good enough to get into the playoffs because they're like, bro, we're getting money either way. So why are we going to spend, you know, 90 gajillion dollars to win a World Series when we're making enough just getting into playoffs? I think that... um you know, and this isn't even to like let Hal off the hook specifically. I think that it's a, a much larger, it's just like indicative of a larger shift in terms of how MLB goes about salary and, and all these things that basically they imposed a luxury tax, which is a fake salary cap. So right. the cap gives an art, it makes an artificial ceiling on the market. So then when you have a ceiling, it in that context, makes like the Mets payroll and the Yankees payroll look huge in comparison to all the other payrolls because that's the top where in reality they can spend more than that because with the Yankees, what the way it used to happen is the small market teams that tank, they're allowed to tank because right. they're in a small market. So they tank multiple years in a row. They, they rack up really, really high draft picks and then they develop them and then make a run for it. And most of those teams, they eventually like they have those guys for like the first six years of their service time as major leaguers, and then they either trade them or they let them walk. 
And that's where the big market teams come in, like the Yankees, where then they used to say, okay, because we don't ever draft high. You know, the highest draft picks that they have is probably like 30th in the first round. So like they don't ever draft really high because their record is too good. good plus they can never tank because they don't get rewarded for tanking like the small market teams do because they're a large market. So they then have the benefit of signing the proven major league talent that's been developed by another team. The problem is they're not doing that anymore and they're not doing it because owners are, you know, they have been suppressing wages. And I know it sounds crazy. People listening, these guys are making millions and millions of dollars, right. but the, the reality is the owners, the league makes record profits literally every year, except for 2020. Like I'm not kidding from 2002, every single year they've made higher revenue than they did the previous year. So salary, like overall payroll, T payroll has not risen even close to the same rate that revenue has gone up over the years. Right. So when you consider that, it makes it very difficult for the Yankees to do what they used to do because now the players at the top, their salaries have gone up as far as fans are concerned, you know. Every year, a new player in free agency is making the record for a position player, a record for a pitcher. So we all think that like, oh, salaries are really going up. But no, they're just taking up a larger percentage of the overall team salary than they used to. So now you have three guys that take up 40% of that number that everyone thinks is huge. And it makes it difficult to then, okay, so now they're not going to sign anybody because they're at what, you know, they're already over the luxury tax that they've self-imposed. and But they don't draft really high so they can't develop guys they don't get a, a core of guys like the astros or the rays right. or the orioles so because of that they are just like pilfering you know the discarded replacement <laughs> level players from other organizations the the like the organizations that draft high but have shitty player development and they have right. no plan so they get players that are pretty good and then they just let them go they don't see any potential Yankees have really good player development, so they pick them up, and then they squeeze a year or so out of, you know, Gia Urshela or fucking Billy McKinney or Jake Bowers, these guys that are like, this guy is fucking, this like, guy has an 800 OPS, like really? Who the him? fuck is this guy? Yeah. Exactly. And then when they are done, they churn and burn, then they fucking get rid of them, throw them back into the trash, and then they just go and find somebody else. So like, and, and it... Sorry, I'm ranting because I literally was just thinking about this today. I spent like five hours at work, like thinking about this entire thing. So it's really funny that we're talking about it. Oh, I'm so glad that we're on the same wavelength then, Em. Yes. And I'm like, here you go, Em. Here's your platform. Let's go. And, and you know, like fans, and, and it gives like this, it makes fans think that it's possible to build a much better roster without like spending more money on free agencies or drafting high multiple years in a row. Like this has been ad an added benefit of keeping the blame focused on, and it has the added benefit of keeping the blame focused on the GM and the manager, because then it's like, Hey, any failure of this team is their fault and the decisions that they've made because they can be better and they can have a better roster, but can they, I mean, they need guys like judge. They need guys like Cole. They need um, another guy like Rodone. So once you are like, okay, we can't get rid of those salaries. We can't spend that money elsewhere. The rest of the money goes to guys like DJ LeMayu. And it's like, yeah, he was good. Now he's not. That's baseball. I don't know. Josh Donaldson has been Ugh. just awesome for you. I know. <laughs> and it's just like, but even so, someone today was like, oh, yeah, like Cashman, you know, he won't admit that um, the Gio Urshela and Donaldson trade was bad. And it's like, well, Gio Urshela is 
yeah, sure, he's better than Josh Donaldson, but that's not saying much. He's still below average. So, right. like, would that change the the situation in New York right now? No, I don't think it would. And I don't really know if anything's going to change because this like little economy for, of Major League Baseball and this ecosystem that all of these teams have is set up this way. And I don't really see it changing uh, fundamentally anytime soon because a fundamental right. change that I would want to see, and I think that would bring things back to how the Yankees kind of used to be in all of our memories is the owners spending more money and owners of any business, they never want to spend any more money, especially fucking miserly billionaires that are like (laughs) greedy fucking capitalist pigs. Like they're not spending shit. Okay. Unless you're Steve Cohen, like unless you're Steve Cohen, it's like, fuck it all. Like we're just all of it. I'm in just all the money. Here you go. Just all of it. Um, Is, is judge because I've heard that he's coming back like next week. And then I've heard like, he's not coming back till next season. And, Quite honestly, my ADHD brain is like, oh, I need to look into that. And then I see something shiny and I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's gone now. And so I just I don't do it. What's the uh, what's the word on the street? If he will, let me just say this. If he weren't coming back until next season, I would I'd be beside myself for a very long time. So that's that's your indication. If you see me like really start to tweet like. This, this things even worth it anymore like really like <laughs> forlorn things that's how you'll know that he's like <laughs> he's out for the season but from what i've heard they're thinking of having him come back next week um maybe to dh a little bit against the mets in a two-game series um but i think that he'll probably be back at at the latest by august one okay he's so been, like running and stuff and hitting and has he done any like rehab times. starts or anything or or no not yet. just just straight straight back yeah. like Okay. Yeah, I think he'll be right back. Judge is like, not enough time for them. And we're just, we're good. I all I need to do is just get in the box. Okay, that's exactly right. Um, that's what we want to see with Jordan. And everyone's like, no, he needs a rehab start. I'm like, motherfucker, do y'all not realize who Jordan is? Like, I'm pretty sure he's good. Like, what are we doing here? And also, like, there's, there's not really enough time for that. Like, if the if this were last year and the Astros were sitting pretty at the top of the division with, you know, uh, less than 60 games left left to play, maybe he would. Though, actually, it's I wonder, because Judge tore the ligament in his toe. Bas- it basically was like a turf toe situation. And Jordan, if memory serves, was an oblique strain, right? Yes. So he might do a rehab because... Oh, well, oblique- he's doing a rehab now in Sugarland. Yeah. And so we're just like, what are, what's going on? What? How? But then, so he had a rehab start yesterday and mm-hmm. today it was an, a scheduled off day apparently and i was like what are we doing why is it a scheduled off day on a re for re like what's what's happening and we're we're in oakland right now right and so i'm like just send the motherfucker to oakland like it's the a's what are we doing <laughs> that's like it's pretty much a rehab start like I, we're not sending him to to left field have him dh what i don't know what's anyways but that's neither here nor there. Um, let, let me ask you, because we have, I say we, um, I am of the of the camp of Dusty Baker is the best manager ever. No, he's not. Um, he, <laughs> he is a player's manager. He has won us a World Series. Um and I have said this from kind of the very beginning that we won in spite of Dusty Baker and not because mm. of Dusty Baker. And that got me in some trouble. But <laughs> I still maintain that because literally we're what, like four and a half games back of the Rangers. And I'm just saying that I don't know, maybe in the other starts that we've had where he DH'd like 
Rylan Bannon, you're like, what what the fuck are we doing here? Why are we DHing a guy with like a 56 WRC plus? Like there are better players literally on the fucking bench that you would just refuse to play. Like what's happening? And I'm not saying that, you know, if they played those players, we would have a better record, but I'm like, it's just law of averages. I mean, I'm Asian and I don't do well math. I don't do well math. I don't do math well. Apparently I don't do English well either. Um, <laughs> But it would feel like it's a, it would be a little bit closer if we played the good players more often and not the bad players. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. So um, what are your feelings on Aaron Boone? Because I've, I've heard lots of, lots of varying things about uh, Aaron Boone and how good of a job he's doing. I mean, I think that the... Uh... The manager, especially in like today's game, is basically he's the front facing employee that represents the Yankees and and most of all the team that he's out there every in the speed. This is for every single manager, not just Boone, but um, he literally is in front of the press every single day, sometimes multiple times a day before the game, after the game. So he's in the paper on local radio shows and everything like that. He's their PR guy, basically. Right. And his job is to just do that and to be that guy that's giving non-answers and and being just like positive even though there's nothing to be positive about because the days of like a manager going on tv and like undressing a player or like calling out a player are over because it doesn't it never resulted in anything good so it's just not what he's there for i think that and this isn't to say that he always pulls the right trigger you know like right. no one does but this is a and I feel like it's like this in every sport, but I feel like especially in this sport, sometimes the right decision can still result in a failure. Right. So the idea that like, oh, he should have done X because Y didn't work. It's like, okay, well, there's nothing that would guarantee that X would work. And that's not, you can't manage. Sometimes it's like you have to manage in a bigger picture, but sometimes you have to think about, okay, well, we need to win this game. So it's, sure, are there times where I'm like, why the hell is that person? Is he having this guy come in? Why is he having that guy do that? But I also think that a lot of de decisions aren't necessarily up to him. So it's like, I, I'm not a manager person, you know, like the players have to play. It's right. not like Boone is being like, okay, swing now. It's like, why didn't he tell him to hit? Like he's not, they have to perform at the end of the day. So right. the team being in the state that it is, it's no fault of his. I mean, this team, we have, fucking two utility infielders starting in the outfield every single day so like the idea that boone is holding this team back is just makes no sense and also people right. are they won you know 103 games in 2019 people were still complaining about boone it's like how, how much better can this team be um they didn't win the world series um so i know failure. i know just a failure i i don't i don't understand why that's a question and like <laughs> Duh, that's there you go like that's why no um yeah so uh apparently now i just right before we started recording the orioles took sole possession of first place in the AL East, and i was like wow. look at what you collapsed by the rays and i was just like it, it'll never happen i gave up on the division clearly it was just because of the yankees i was like no one's catching the rays and they did as i was saying that yeah, so the Orioles just said, "Cool, y'all just keep looking at the Rays. Just don't don't mind us over here with our starting rotation of fucking Kyle Gibson and Kyle Bradish." You're like, "Who exactly?" Like, don't no no worries. We don't have a true ace in our 
in our starting five, but it's cool because you know what? We got guys that's gonna fucking bang, and that's that's really all that matters. I'm all oh, oh all right, I see you. I see you, Gunnar Henderson. Look at you coming up and Colton Cows. Like what what the fuck? Anyways, I know. So, like, yeah. Don't worry, they'll be traded in a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, although just like Manny. The uh the front office of the Orioles was pretty much the building blocks from the Astros. And literally every time we play them, I'm like, is that why? Is that why? Because they have the book on on all of our players. Like, they just know what the fuck we're going to do. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand how we play the Orioles. And the guy that has, like, a six-point-something ERA has now turned into a Cy Young fucking candidate. Did we just fucking forget how to hit? Like, what is happening here? But Have you been watching the Yankees at all? They are getting – they've been doing that to every pitcher that they come across. Like, they are just fucking making confidence levels boost around the league. For pitchers I, like Grayson, whatever his name was, on the fucking Rockies. Yeah, I, like I wasn't. Six shutout innings ugh, in Colorado. I, I wasn't going to mention the Angels sweep and the um, <clears throat> the Rockies beating y'all. But, you know, I, I I was like, surely, surely they'll. It's the Angels. Like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, it's the Angels. So whatever. But then I was like, no, no, they didn't get swept by the Angels. No, they didn't. Yes. They got swept by the Angels. And I was all. Um, I'm sorry. And I don't even remember who the fuck it was a couple of nights ago, but I was like, I don't even know who the f- this motherfucker is. But had I known he was going to strike out like 12 Yankees, I would have fucking picked him up because that would have been all <laughs> kinds of fucking points for my fantasy team. And then last just night- pick up the pitcher that's going against the Yankees. That's just <laughs> my fantasy advice. <laughs> I was like, Until judge comes back. And yeah, what's what's the record of of games with Judge versus games without Judge? It's something dumb. And I was like, Oh my god, damn! Yeah, look at you, Aaron Judge. But yeah, like it's this is a sport where, if, like, it's one of those sports where because you know, like, the offense doesn't have control of the ball and they can't change uh, possession on a dime. It makes it so like you can have some of the best players on your in your lineup, but they can't carry your team. Like that's why right. Trout and Otani, how they've been just wallowing away on the Angels. Where in other sports, like it's like, oh, you draft a fucking great quarterback, and suddenly that football team is a contender. Same thing with basketball. But turns out that <laughs> if there is a formula, if you have decent pitching and a good bullpen, the Yankees do, one superstar player can absolutely carry your team because that is what was happening. And then he went, got hurt, and it was like, wow. Well, this but is like fucking horrible. That's what I because I was like, okay, like Aaron Judge got hurt. It sucks. But you know, you got you got Stanton, you got Rizzo. Um, DJ LeMahieu was playing good for a while, and I don't know what happened. And then like juice balls. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't what I don't Aaron Judge is not playing all of the positions, so I don't understand why why y'all can't win without Aaron Judge. Is it I'm like, is he that much? Is he not traveling with the team? Is he that much of a like clubhouse? Like what what's the dynamic there that it's literally like judges and in the lineup? We don't know what to do. Like they're they're just throwing their hands up. They're like, fuck it. We're just waiting for you to come back, sir. <laughs> like what's going on? I know it's crazy. And it's just like Otani is having is he's on pace and some categories outpacing judges 2022, which was one of the best individual seasons of all time. And what I noticed, especially watching Otani play the Yankees, is he was doing what Judge was doing last year in that 
Like he hit he hit a fucking bomb in one of the games. And people someone was like, oh, you know, he, you know, that pitch was like my grandmother could hit that pitch. Like people are saying how great he is, but that was a you know, right down the middle. And it's like, well, that's what makes like really prolific hitters really great. It's not that they're able to turn shitty pitches into home runs or hits, it's that they don't swing at those pitches, but they swing at almost every strike and they hit nearly every single mistake because any pitch that's left out over the strike zone is a mistake from a pitcher. So that's what judge was doing last year. It was almost, it was like a video game. It was insane. He was just hitting everything and Otani's doing the same thing. So like, that's what we're missing. We're missing the discipline. He doesn't swing at really bad pitches. He, his strikeouts are less than they were um, in the earlier portion of his career. He hits the ball so hard that he hits for average. He hits for power. Um, and this is like a sport where it's so easy to lose focus and like losing can make you lose focus and, and failure. And I'm sure you've heard a million times that it, like picking up your teammate, like, yo, good job picking him up. Like when someone strikes out, the next guy gets a hit or gets on base. Like you did a good job of picking up your teammate. And what it does is that it helps your teammate who's now focusing on their failure to refocus on the objective. There's no one in the lineup to do that for the Yankees. So like, it's just in this constant state of, failure and and guys that aren't that great who only have sporadic moments or a few games of being really good so then when you have everybody pressing you have a bunch of guys that are not really that great and you don't have your guy that is the straw that stirs a drink it makes it really hard for the offense to get going and to string hits together because even when someone does get on base glaber has been pretty decent the last few weeks He's making fucking bonehead mistakes on base because they don't have faith that the next guy is going to be able to basically like turn the carousel for them. So they're being overly aggressive on the bases, Bader too, and they're getting thrown out, making really bad mistakes. And it's like people think that it has to do with like discipline and like as if Aaron Boone, like as if they need to like run laps as like punishment, like you're in high school. But I really don't, it's not that. It's, it's that they're trying to do too much and they don't have enough to do it. With. Right. So right. I think that's really what the big problem is, is that Aaron judge is just so constant that not having him and then having a bunch of guys, like it just makes their age regression a little bit more clear, you know, right. Stanton is streaky. And I think that he'd be less streaky if judge were in the lineup. If he weren't pressing the right. way he is Rizzo is, hasn't hit a home run in uh, a fortnight. So yeah. like I, a fortnight. I don't even know how much time that is, but it's probably more than that. But <laughs> it's just they're they're spiraling big time. Yeah, um, I know that Rizzo is sucking right now because he's on one of my teams, and I'm all, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now, Rizzo? Like, and then as soon as I bench him, he had like a three for four. I'm all, I was like, is it me? Is it? Do I just need what? What the fuck? Like, okay, fine, Rizzo, back in the lineup you go. Sure enough, <laughs> oh, I was like, I hate you, I hate you, Rizzo. Um, but. But really, though, so I was looking at the roster the other day and I was like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> like, did Bader get hurt again? I I think so. Like a fucking rib uh, contusion or something. Oh, Jesus. So now who's in center field? Probably uh, kind of Falefa. He's been like playing out there because now he's an outfielder. And he's a guy just like last year. He's a great utility guy. He can literally play every position. Right. But he's not meant to be a starter. And right. the problem is when you roll out guys as starters who are just really good utility, it makes it so clear, like the talent 
and the skill disparity between even guys who were on the bench and guys who were in the starting nine. So when you're seeing him every day, it's like this fucking guy. And he's not an outfielder. He's doing the best he can. He's doing pretty good considering. Right. But he's like 5'5", five five and he's an infielder. <laughs> so, like, it's just – it's really tough. And I really give him a lot of credit. I give these guys a lot of credit. They're they're the worst, like, over 500 team I've ever seen in my life. Like, I can't believe that they're over 500. I mean, I'm sure they won't be for long. They're going to – that's the, the way things are looking. But it's just – I almost feel bad now at this point, like clowning IKF. I mean, not really, but it's still, it's just like, what the, what are we doing? That's why when people are like, this team, they suck. They could be playing better. Can they? I don't <laughs> think so. You're like, I don't know what you expected from Franchi Cordero. Like what, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. Like we're, we have a bunch of guys that like can maybe have a good few games, a good three games, but a good season that does not make. Right, right. Yeah, um, I I looked at – what did I see? Was it on Codify? I don't even fucking remember. But it was like all of the the starting nines, like OPSs. And I'm all, that can't be right. And it was like Glaber had the highest OPS. I'm all, I don't, I don't know if that's right. And then again, I saw like something shiny and it distracted me. And then I didn't fact check that. So I was like, wait, is that for real? And so yeah. um, I meant to fact – fact check that before like literally right before we got on and i didn't do that either so you know we're we're very prepared over here on the on the um on the unprofessional side of, of podcasting so that's what makes podcasting fun and real so it's that, fine this is true this is true yeah so um what do you guys what do you think will happen with the yankees at the trade deadline do you think any big moves will be made or all right. I know I know you are a smart baseball fan, so you don't actually expect Shohei Otani to come over. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with the Yankees? Um, I really don't know. I, I would like to uh, think that they'll try to solve, at least get a, a corner outfielder, left fielder. That's been like mm -hmm. a huge problem for them because even when Judge and let's say Judge and Bader come, you know, they come back. They still have Isaiah kind of Falefa in left field or Oswaldo Cabrera in left field. And it's just not cutting it. They can't be in the lineup. They're just that's a position that you have to have offensive output from. So it's just not really working for them. Uh, so I'd like to think that they're gonna try to do something about that, kind of like they did last year. I mean, Ben Intendi, he sucks. I'm glad they didn't resign him. And he ended up getting hurt and not being able to play in the playoffs anyway. But I like the effort. So I'm hoping that they do something like that again because. This team is just not, even if they get to the, this team is, there is no temperature of hot that this team could get that would be hot enough to make a run in the postseason. You know what I mean? Like I'm being dead serious that like, cause that's the thing. The hottest team can just win. doesn't have to be right. the best team, but they can't get that hot. They just can't. It would have to be judge getting that hot. And you're facing the best postseason, the pitching in the league during the postseason. Right. So when your team only has to shut down judge, and Judge then is pressing a little bit extra because it's a postseason and, you know, he's got to step up. And so they they need to get somebody out there. It can't be – and I love Stanton. And I think Stanton, he gets hot at the right time and he usually gets hot in the postseason. So I still have faith in him. Uh, but I still am nervous about it. I, I really – I don't know. This team is just not going to do it. So going to the postseason and people – other fans would call me a brat. But <laughs> you know how it is. Like your perspective as a fan de is determined by, like, how your team does historically. Right. So the Yankees have literally, they've only missed the playoffs like four times since I was six years old. 
I'm 37, just for um, so people can see how fucking long that's been. <laughs> just making the postseason is not like it's not. Who cares? It's it's. Right. Yeah, I take it for granted because it's that's always how it's going to be. This team is set up to be that way. So like I. And not impressed, especially now that 40% of the league can get into the postseason. So, like, you have to be – you still have to be better than some of the teams in there. Yeah. Yeah. You would hope. You would hope. Yeah. Um, You know, but then again, the Astros played the, what, 87-win Phillies for the World Series. So, you know, like I said – like you said, it's whoever gets fucking hot at the right time, right? And I mean, you're skipping over, and I feel this is probably purposeful because I'm a bitter Yankees fan. I'm gonna bring it up. Uh, <laughs> they lost because they they beat the Phillies. They they somehow <laughs> David slew Goliath, and they beat those 87 win Phillies. But they lost to the wild card 91 win Washington Nationals. Howie Kendrick yeah. led Washington Nationals. <laughs> that was like the best Astros team of all time, one of the best teams of all time, and that's just. The sport fucking sucks like that. Like, you can just, I mean, the dynasties even tainted people. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to diminish what the Yankees did in the late 90s and early 2000s, but the 2000 Yankees, they only won like 80 something games. So it's not like every team was the 98 Yankees that won 114 uh, games. Like, they had some teams in there that were just like, hey, they were good enough to get in, get the wild card spot, whatever. And then, hey, they got hot and they fucking beat the Mets. So, right. like, but I just I say, as a fan, I say I right, like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like past 2018, I have like I have no clue. That's before baseball, Susie, and that's I don't know that. So I'm I'm gonna say uh huh, okay, and just nod my head and yeah, pretend like I know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good, thank you. Now, well, now you have that little ammo for Yankee fans when they try to like talk about the the yesteryear. It's like okay, well, you had some teams in there that were not that fucking great. Like now they won the World Series, and that's great. But like, come on, like they like, weren't all fucking really steamrolling. Them. Um, my husband sent me something the other day and it was, uh, it was something about like the championship years or whatever, but it didn't label it as like the championship years. And I asked, I was like, what, what the fuck, what, what is happening here? Like, what, what is this talking about? And he's like, world series, babe. That's, those are the years that the Yankees went to the world series. And I was like, oh, okay. He can go see, like, you've come so far in your baseball knowledge, but not obviously like far enough. And I was like, well, that's baseball history, babe. That's like, we can't do that. Like, mm -mm, nope. We just, I'm going to just tell you about all of the people now on the Yankees. Okay. Like, and what's happening now? Can, can we do that? And he's like, I'm just telling you, you should probably learn. Well, fuck you. Whatever. I'm like, no, tell you me you're shouldn't. old. <laughs> and you shouldn't. I only know, I don't know anything really. I mean, I know like your basic, like history knowledge of like certain players, like the big players of, of different eras, but uh, my like real knowledge starts in the nineties and goes forward because I'm listen, I don't give a shit about like, I hate when people are like, Oh, okay. But this, this 2023 team is doing really good. But what about that fifties team? They're on pace with them. It's like the fifties. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. You're like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. No, um, I'm tired of that said, shit. My, uh, so my husband is, I say much older than me. He's almost 12 years older than me. So, you know, we are different eras. Um, and so his era of Astros versus my era's era of Astros, obviously completely different, right? And so mm -hmm. he'll be like, hey, back in my day. And I'm like, fucking, you sound so old when you say shit like that. Like, you know that, right? And he's like, I'm, I'm just saying. Day. He's like, when it's Biggio and that. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Whatever. Fuck you. That's fine. You know? And so 
Uh, like, we'll get into we'll get into it's like they didn't do shit yeah what is he bragging oh. about well the you know the 20 what the 2005 fucking astros went to i don't i don't fucking know. lost to the worst fucking world series winning team in like yeah. 50 years and i'm like oh i'm like wait what and so when i first first started watching baseball um jose cruz would come on yeah. would come on the the tv and i was so confused and i'm all like why are they booing Jose Cruz? I thought you said like Jose Cruz was like beloved. And he's like, what? What are you saying right now? I'm like, they are literally booing Jose Cruz. And he's like, that's that's not what they're doing, babe. They're, they're saying Cruz. And I'm all, <laughs> oh, okay. That, that makes sense, I guess. That's not booing. Got it. All right. Noted. Yeah, somehow it's, noted. Just, it's just super close to booing. And he yeah. knows the difference. <laughs> and so he's like, you're so cute sometimes. I'm like, fuck you. Whatever. I was like, stop being condescending. I was like, it literally sounds like booing. If you don't know who the fuck that is, that's... And so he's like, yeah, no, that's that's Jose Cruz. And so now I get it now. But same thing. Like, my my children, my children are eight, obviously. They've just... They're now getting into baseball. And same thing. They saw Jose Cruz. People started doing that. They're like, why are they booing? They're not supposed to boo people, mom. I'm like, nope, nope. I, I can understand why you're doing that. And it's, it's so it's all, you know, it's a whole thing, but it's so cute when one of my children, I have eight year old twin girls, and one of them is more obsessed with baseball than the other. And she can tell you literally all the things about all the players. And it's so cute. I'm like, you're going to make the best baseball wife ever someday. Um, and I, I pity the fool who like starts dating you and doesn't know shit about baseball because she's going to be mad. She's going to be mad. She's gonna be like, <laughs> Take me on baseball dates. That's what she's going to demand. And then talk to her about baseball. Because she will sit down with me and be like, wait, how did the Angels sweep the Yankees, mom? I thought I thought you said that Angels weren't very good. And I was like, well. And she goes, wait, I remember now. Because Aaron Judge got hurt, huh? And so they're not playing well anymore. That's right. They're so cute. I was like, yes, that's, that is exactly, that's exactly correct. That and so it. she's like, oh. Okay. She goes, but when Aaron Judge comes back, they're going to be better, Amal? Yes. They hope. The answer is yes. They hope. They're going to be great. <laughs> and so, well, she, she she already knows that she can be a, a, a fan of any team besides the Yankees and the Dodgers, and that's okay with us. And she's like, no, she's going to be an Astros fan. <laughs> oh, no. She, she better be. be. She will be. But, um, but the well, other might be like, bad again by the time she's older. They might be bad again very soon. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> if, um, if we keep going down this road and and my husband loves to tell me that i'm you know a spoiled astros fan because all i've known are the good astros and then that is apparently some sort of like bullet that i'm supposed to take that um that i became a fan in 2018 they're like well after they were good i'm all yeah but i didn't yeah, know shit about works. baseball in like 2017 when like you fucking woke me up on the goddamn couch when alex bregman walked it off I'm like <laughs> i had no fucking clue what's going on he's like so mad at you <laughs> i was like ah. and so now but now i'm like super obsessed and he's like can you just can you talk to me about anything but baseball just anything but baseball let's come on can't do it sorry you started it now now i gotta finish it apparently i've so, been that's my fiance's <laughs> used to it because i've been talking about nothing but baseball for like the last fucking probably 25 years of my life so does he does he like baseball yeah he does, yeah, he does. but is he like um, um, can we talk about anything? Can we talk about Legos? Can we talk about, I don't know, like the Barbie movie? Can we talk about anything about baseball? <laughs> or his, No, because I'm like an unhinged crazy person. So like, <laughs> I, 
there's not enough time for him to even say that because I'll just like rant about something for 20 minutes. Like as if I'm, it's good. He'll just be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So that's part of the reason why I started the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, literally. He's the one who encouraged me to, he's the producer. He's the one who produces and edits it. He's like, you should have a podcast. I'm like, why? You are my podcast audience. I only need you. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, so that he's like, you, can you say this on your pod? Can you just save it all for your podcast? Don't don't you have a pod? This is why you have a podcast, right? So that all of this you can just say on the pod. I'm like, I can't go this unhinged on the podcast, Mike. Like, I will end up like the fucking oh, Frank the Tank. Okay, like that's I will end. That's who I will end up like. I will be a meme. And he's like, Hey, all publicity is good publicity, Susie. I'm all. It's I can't. Nope, I can't. I can't go that unhinged. I can be a little unhinged. I can't go that far. And he's like. So me giving you the suggestion of being of getting a podcast is still not going to save me from your rant, small. Nope. No, nope. they get worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like that's why the here. idea that he thought that this was going to like make you talk about it less. It's like, oh, you fool! Yeah. It does the exact opposite. Yeah. I literally well, like I, I'm I'm a few like unhinged years away, or a few like my disease, my baseball disease, just like festering for a few more years longer of having like big cork boards with like the strings attached to things because i'll literally now i'll like stay up actually it was a few weeks ago an example the it was an astros game and i forget who they were playing i believe it was dubon he um came into oh they were playing the mariners dubon was running home he was thrown out by fucking 15 feet the umpires reviewed the play to see if the catcher was blocking the plate they uh determined that no he wasn't the call on the field field stood at whatever end of the inning then there were some people online talking about oh he did block the blade he didn't i was literally up until probably four o'clock in the morning like <laughs> reading the rule which is not the catcher's interference rule which is not a long rule it's short just to make sure that i understood it because there's always nuances and things and right. like caveats and then i was like in the mlb film room watching different plays at the plate where the hitter, you know, the runners thrown out and seeing like where the catchers are setting up and like what determines like, because I have the sickness and now you're going to have it soon too. And I'm just really happy for you. Like really happy. Um, okay. So I'm going to need you to do this deep dive on box because I still don't understand box and when they're called and when they're not called, because literally I will watch things and I'm all, it's fucking book. Like that's, that's, <laughs> literally i was like isn't the whole reason of a ball to like to deceive the runner on first like that's the kind of the point of the rule right so if you're not trying to deceive the runner then how the fuck is it so i'm gonna need you to do a deep dive on that that i would i would love that please intent intent doesn't matter that's the problem because you can't determine intent but isn't that the whole point isn't that why the rule was fucking made like because you're not supposed to deceive the run so i'm like I don't, I don't understand what the fuck. And then, like, but it is still kind of a dubious thing. Yeah, well, some, it, it, some are, are really obvious that they balk, but other ones, it's like, what? I, yeah, where did it happen? Like, and my husband will be like, "Oh yeah, no, it's right there, Mom. Right where? What? What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "Right there. Do you, don't you see? Don't you?" And I was like, "Obviously not. If I'm fucking asking you about this," uh, and he's like. Well, he he bent his knee, and I'm all. I, 
I'm sorry, we're going to have to slow-mo this down and like go frame by frame because I don't fucking understand what the fuck you're talking about. Because basically with the balk, like once the pitcher, he can get, once he puts his foot on the rubber and he brings his hand set, any, his next movement has to has either to be, be towards, towards home plate yeah. or towards the base to check the runner. Right. He can't flinch. He can't move, twitch his leg, nothing. If he moves, he has to throw the ball. So any movement, any, even in the tiniest movement, a twitch, just like a, whatever muscle twitch, his arm moves, it's a balk. Because once they come set, their next move has to be to home plate. So that way the runner, because it would be way too easy to deceive runners if right. pitchers could like basically deke. And now because it's a rule, and it's always been a rule, it's usually an accident. They're not trying to, to deke the runner, but right. it's just part of what they have to do. So that's why it's like, okay, well, you know that you have to sit here. So then when players, you'll see them sort of like, like that one with Ryan Stanek against the Dodgers right. where he like twitched his leg and he flipped out. But it's like, bro, you twitched your leg. Like you picked your leg up off the mound. Like that's a, that's a balk. Like you can't, once you come, you can't do that. And I, sometimes it's not as cut and dry though, because like actually even with Ryan Stanek, I think that he didn't come set yet. So it was like, wait, so is that not a balk? Like how is that a balk if his hands aren't like this with the ball? Right. Like his hands are well, still see, at his side. That's but. why I was so confused because I was like, he was trying to step off. Like I was, that, 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 that was like a whole thing. And I was like, uh, again, I apparently, that's, that's going to be my curse in life that I will just never understand the fucking block rule because like, I don't even sometimes. It, it's one of those, oh fuck, it's one of the twins for the Giants. Tyler Rogers, Taylor Rogers. I don't know. One of the fucking submarine twins. Anyways, um, <laughs> hit, I saw one that it literally, I was like, if that's not the fucking definition of a balk, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is because he literally got set and then like stepped off and then twirled. And I was like, that, is that not a balk? Is that what, what are we doing? And that's why I was like, I'm never going to understand what the fuck a balk is because sometimes things are called that don't make any sense. And then sometimes I'm like, that's a balk. And they're like, no, that's not a balk. I'm like, how is that not a balk? I'm pretty sure that it's about continuing the motion that they can't. So that's how like Nestor Cortez was able to do all that fucking stupid shit with like, he'd pick up his leg and he'd right. be able to swing it around is because he's continuing his motion as opposed to like twitching. And then you're going back to set, like as if you have, you're not about to throw the pitch. So it's like, if you move, you have to keep moving. You can't move suddenly and then stop is really what it is, but it, it is, it's very confusing. It's very ambiguous, but that's, that's what makes baseball so fucked up is that there's so many things because you can put all these rules on everything, but there's just like so many chances for different things to occur. Right. So you can't, they, the, you know, they try to anticipate as much as they can with the rules, but like there's even things that happen that have never happened before. So they don't know how to rule that. And like the judge, when he fucking ran into that stupid gate wall at Dodger <sighs> stadium, right? they, he technically, cause the wall broke. So he brought the ball into out of play. So even though it was not intentional, it wasn't like into the dugout or into the stands, it was him going through a wall and then the ball goes out of play. They had to then give the runner who was on second, he got third because it was a dead ball. And it was, fortunately, it ended up being moot. They didn't score or anything. But I, I remember I lost it because I thought that that was crazy. Like that's considered out of play, but... They have to call it as the rule book states, even though it's like that's something that's never happened before. And 
But how else are they going to call it? They're just right. not going to call it. He brought it into an area that is on the other side of the fucking wall. So <laughs> fucking Dodgers in that dumb stadium. They're like, um, we're just going to put just a dot, dot, dot addendum. Unless Aaron Judge goes through a wall, then you're going to have to call it like this. That's that's what we'll have to do in the rule book next time. Um, so we're, we're we'll just do a sort of quick exercise on division winners and who you think will take take it all. So do you want to start with the AL or the NL? Host choice. Mm, let's go NL. All right. Who do you think will win the NL West? The NL West. Uh, I think it's going to be the Dodgers. They've already taken first place from the uh, Diamondbacks. I feel like they just took it, but they're now already two games up. So yeah. that league is just going to increase. So I think it's going to be theirs. I have never, never rooted for the Dodgers to win so hard in my entire fucking life than I have right fucking now because they have a four-game series against goddamn Rangers. And it it pains my soul to literally root for the Dodgers. But I have to. I fucking have to because we keep winning and we don't gain any fucking ground. And the fucking Rays didn't do anything for us. Goddamn you, Rays. Anyways, I- I have to admit, I have been, ha- especially because I'm the Yankees are so bad. I have been having like big time Schadenfreude when looking at back at like tweets where people are like, "Oh, don't worry, the like enjoy a first place now." Like, oh, you look at first place in in May, like the Astros will be in first place by June. It's like, oh, no, have we pushed the goalposts back a little bit more? I mean, as long as you guys, you guys will end up catching up to them, like the freeze in fucking Atlanta, you know, the guy that like the, <laughs> the fans get the head start and then they like let him go and they're like half halfway there and he somehow beats them. So right. I'm saying that'll probably end up happening, though. I don't Oh wait, no, DeGrom's done for the whole year. So at yeah. least you don't have DeGrom coming back. So yeah, DeGrom is done. Although Evaldi said, fuck you, hold my beer. See, look what I can do. I know. So, you know, he's been fucking lights out for him. Um. John Gray has been all right. Martin Perez apparently has just blown the fuck up. I don't know what he's what he's doing. And then Dane Dunning was like, it's okay, guys. Don't worry. I can be a really, really, really good five with like a sub two ERA. Don't worry about me. I'm I'm good over here. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but it's not only have has all of their pitching stood up. I mean, their bullpen kind of sucks, but whatever. Um, but they literally you're like, Travis Jankowski, who the fuck are you? And why do you have like an almost 900 OPS? <laughs> like Jonah Heim, I'm sorry. When the fuck did you become good? Josh Young, who, what? No, just shut up. You know? And so you're like, oh, fuck you. What? Like what happened over here? And that just. I know. And Corey Seager should so be a Yankee. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I can't. It, it, it enrages me. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're why you're not appreciating anthony volpe because because you, you, you had anthony volpe that's why you didn't sign a good shortstop apparently i, I, I know. don't know is it that but that's why though like i say that like jokingly but isn't that kind of why because you guys had yeah anthony volpe it was like okay. yeah it was like oh this you know we have a crop of, of prospects and it's like okay but like the Yankee, like, and that's not to say that Volpe won't have a, a good career. I'm sure he'll be great, right. but a success from a player development standpoint is right. just like a shortstop who has like a hundred weighted runs created plus, like who was just like an average hitter 
good defender. That is like a success. The Yankees can't, you can't fucking win shit with that. Okay. Like, and if you do, then you have someone like Jeremy Pena and that's fine. But like, then you need other players, not just judge. Right. So like the idea that I was like, we're going to skip and we're going to play the kids and everyone loved that. But I'm all, what about judge? Judge was homegrown and promoted. And then now it's his time. Fuck Volpe and fuck Peraza. Like, Yankee fans just they just love that. They they eat it up. They're kicking the can down the road, even though they say that they don't want it. They love that because now it's like, oh well, well, Volpe, these guys are the future. The future. Why would I care? Trade them for a proven major league talent. Let someone else fucking develop them. Why do I care about the 2023 of uh, the 2033 Yankees? I don't. You're like, I care I about don't give a shit. Yeah, it's crazy. People are like, all right, but we can't deplete the farm. Why not? Why can't we? <laughs> You're like, no one can answer that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, who I, obviously I'm not super familiar with, uh, the Yankees farm system, but I have heard the name Jason Dominguez floated about what position does he play? He's an outfielder. He plays, uh, I believe he plays center field. And how far away is he? Uh, apparently he's not too far. I think he's, uh, maybe next year. I think he might make his debut. So in terms of like when he's an everyday player, I don't know, because, the Yankees, they fuck with the their service time and shit. So I don't think that like, oh, they're going to promote him. His debut will be next year. And then he'll actually, well, not, that's not fair because they're kind of doing that with Volpe. So I shouldn't re- even really say that. I guess th- I've seen a 2024 projection or 2025 because he's like, he's only like 19. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, um, I don't, I don't exactly know. And, you know, the Mets with all of the, the Mets babies and all that bullshit. I'm like, all right, like I can see like. Yes, Alvarez is doing great for y'all. Um, Brett Beatty was on a tear for a little bit, and then apparently Mark Vientos just got called back up. So maybe maybe Mark Vientos will be the Mets' savior. I don't fucking know. Um, well, but again, anyways, like at this point, why why not play these guys? Like can't be, they're just going to fucking, fucking rot, right? And also, clearly the Mets have a player development. I mean, the Mets' problems go much deeper. Like you could he couldn't spend enough money; he'd have to replace every player on the team. So like it goes, you need decent player development you need role player guys that are just like league average and it's better if you just have them in your system and you bring in some free agents but i mean the the dodgers are a great example of just like kind of doing it all and right. able to be perennial yeah um so all right so we got the dodgers with for the nl west um who for the central oh god i know central like it, it's I hate just, the central divisions. There's, I fucking hate them so much in both leagues. I'm just like, like Ugh. what happened to y'all? Like, why? What is going yeah, on? I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, you, these cities still have teams. That's cute. Like, you're so um, precious. Meanwhile, too, I'm like, I'm like, I'm such a fucking asshole Yankee fan. The Yankees are horrible right now, and I'm like, I'm just like shitty on teams that are actually better than them. Patronizing okay. them, patronizing them, like, oh, the Brewers. Mm. <laughs> well. Apparently Corbin Burns is now like vintage Corbin Burns. His last couple of starts, I'm like, oh, look at you, Corbin Burns, coming back with all the fucking strikeouts. Like, good for it's you. A, they'll choke in the postseason like they do every single year. But I don't know. They'll Maybe they'll trade Devin Williams again. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I do think it'll be Milwaukee though. Okay. Cincinnati is kind of like slowing down. You do not think expected. that Cincinnati will trade for some for for some pitching and then? No, okay. I don't think so. All right, so the uh, NL East. You, do you think the Braves are going to take it? Do you think the Braves are the wagon that they are? Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, now they have a 10 and a half game lead uh, over the Phillies and the Marlins. So I think that um, neither of those teams are good enough to win enough games in a row. And the Braves won't lose enough games in a row for anyone to make any sort of meaningful grounds on them. It's true. That's true. Although the the divisional round, though. The D-backs just won the series against him, which I was not prepared for. I was like, oh, look at you. I watched I watched the um the six was it 16, 15, 16, 13 game or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? No one no one can fucking pitch in the game and just all the bombs. Okay, cool. And I was like, actually, this game is kind of fun. Never mind. I like I like apparently football score baseball games. That's that's chicks fun. dig the long ball. That is like a, a tale as old as time. Like this is true. People are like, oh, the pitching, the all-star game was great. The pitchers were really good. And I'm like, like I don't give a fuck about the pitchers. And I really pitchers don't understand how the fuck Spencer Strider is so short with such big fucking feet. Had, have you near, have you seen that? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of Spencer Strider today. Because the motherfucker's only like, I don't know, 5'11", 6 foot. He's got like size 17 feet. It literally looked like he was wearing fucking clown shoes. What the hell? They're like, son, you can either go to... You can either play baseball or you're getting enrolled in fucking clown college. You have two yeah. choices with those feet. Literally. And I was like, I don't I don't understand how he doesn't trip over himself because <laughs> his feet literally look like the size of his fucking like the, the length of his um ankle to his fucking knee because they were like this fucking big. And I'm all, how do you walk? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. But that's I saw why he's a pitcher. A pitcher. Yeah, they don't have to uh, walk or run. They just no. stand on the pitching mound. And they can't do anything. And then when they try to, they end up absolutely fucking up a play. Yeah, no PFP. of the time. Strider. I say that like I don't actually know if he can do a PFP, but you know, um, he just he's like, we're not putting the ball in play. I'm just gonna strike out all you motherfuckers. Like you're not even gonna right. touch the ball. Therefore, no PFPs. Yeah. Um, no one will okay. know that I can't walk. <laughs> that and I don't understand how he doesn't blow out a quad. So, um, okay. So, do you think – so, who do you think is going to win the NL, then? The Braves? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, like the National League Championship? Uh, I think – hmm. I think the Braves are obviously best positioned, too. I think that it would be, like, too much of a, of a try-hard hot take for me to say no, not the Braves. So, I will – I'll go on record as saying, yeah, I think the Braves, they absolutely should, but – I also feel like the Braves have choked a lot in times when they should won certain times and not. I mean, they did win a World Series, so fuck me. But I don't know. I have a feeling like they're too good. You know what I mean? Like, I just have a feeling they're going to – they have big-time 2022 Dodger energy where they won, like, 111 games or whatever and then fucking lost to, ironically or coincidentally, the Braves in, like, the divisional round. So, okay. I hope so because I'm – a miserable baseball fan when my team's not good. So I want the good teams and every, all the fan bases that are having a fun time. Uh, I like resent them like a fucking, just like a, like a cartoon character. Just like, Bleh. I'm like, I want something bad to happen to the Braves. I literally said that to my cousin last night out loud. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I love you. Em. That's, that's awesome. Um, I don't care so much about the, like the NL, um, but if it's like, if it's one of those teams, like I want it to be like the Reds, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, don't, that'd be sick. I don't want, I don't want like the proverbial, like good teams 
to do it if it's if it's going to be not a team that like that I like you know what I'm saying so I'm like let's go Reds that's what I want America's team I don't even know what the fuck that means but that's what I want I want to see Ellie De La, De La Cruz um fucking just hit bombs and throw a hundred mile an hour fucking across the diamond to to first that's what I want to see um know, okay he is amazing electric he is just fucking stupid I can't I'm like I don't I don't understand but how would you feel if you were Ellie De La Cruz's five eight twin brother? <laughs> like seriously, like what what happened there? God said no. It is kind of no. weird. We're gonna we're just we're gonna make that one mentally tough. We're gonna make his <laughs> his twin brother just a an amazing baseball player, and you're, we're gonna be an five amazing eight. twin, and we're gonna make his twin very supportive of him. Yes, yes. But the apparently, he owns like a car wash business or something. So he's an entrepreneur. There you go. An entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. I mean, you have twins. I have uh, my two sisters are twins. So like, and with siblings in general, like when one when one comes up, like everyone comes up, you know, a right. rising tide lifts all boats. Right. So he's like, listen, I don't care. As long as my twin is going to be a fucking rich, famous, multimillionaire. It's cool. like they both are. Right. We got this, bro. Like, cool. You, well, just, you, I will you keep admit. doing your thing. I will admit, like, I didn't know that he was a twin. And then when their birthday was a few weeks ago, and I saw, like, footage or whatever of the two of them standing near a cake, and I shit you not, I, like, thought it was a fan or something. I was like, oh, the fan gets to meet Ellie Daily Cruz. That's really cool. And they were like, it's a twin. I was like, what? God's twisted design. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, like, that was my biggest fear when I learned that I was having twins. That I was like, oh, my God. And then, so I have ident I have identical girls, and so I was like, okay, well, at least at least they're quote unquote identical, you know. Like I I grew up with um a set of twins, um that it was it was kind of like that. Like there was like a pretty twin and a not so pretty twin, and I was like, oh my god, what what's going to happen if that? I literally cried like while I was like huge and fucking pregnant and hormonal to my husband. I was like, what's gonna happen if the one twin? And he's like. That, why are why are we crying about this? Like, it, like you, it's like a hypothetical. It was like just humor me and tell me. It's a whole thing. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, oh my god. But you know, whatever. Like it, it's the same thing with like siblings. But I feel like with twins, it's even worse. If it was, you know, like because siblings, you're like, okay, well, older, younger, whatever. But like identical twins, you're like, oh fuck. You're like, oh, there's the pretty twin. There's the smart twin. I'm like, it's the pretty twin. <sighs> I'm like, you're both pretty, you're both smart, just keep going, you yeah. know? And so I'm like, fuck it. Anyways. Um, I guess that's the yeah. good thing about them being identical is that it's like, they're if they're pretty, then they're both pretty. Well, yeah, I we say As they're identical. supposed to be like, you're beautiful on the inside to like the second twin. <laughs> You've got a really good personality. No, um, <laughs> they, they are, you know, they are identical. Obviously, like I can tell them apart. Right. When they were little, you, you really couldn't tell them apart because they like really, really, really looked identical. Now... One's hair is longer, one's, but like one's always been a little bit like bigger than the other, like because they were two and three pounds when they were when mm -hmm. they were born, and so like I said, one's just always been a little bit bigger, and so like that one you can kind of tell like she's got a little bit fuller face, and she's just she's just a little bit bigger, like she's a little bit right. I don't want to say thicker, that's not the right word, but she is. She's just a little bit it thicker is, than you know? like, it's like she's like, a little bit stockier yeah. or whatever. And so, um, so now as you know, as they're growing up, I'm all, you know, that that's. 
if you can't tell who's who, you really do have a problem because, like, you need to get your eyes checked because literally, like, they live, they look different enough now that you can realize that they're, you know, quote unquote, identical twins. But like, right. you can tell who's who. But I still get, I don't, I don't know which one's which. I'm like, motherfucker, just, just wait. Okay, fine. Just wait until like one of them talks. You can tell who's who then. So, anyways, on a lefty and one a righty. No, or are they both they're, the same? Nope. Yeah, they're they're mm. they're both right-handed. Yeah, not mirror twins, which I was like, that would be cool as fuck. Yeah, no, not it's like so weird mirror twins. Yeah, not like Taylor and and Tyler Rogers. No, no. Although I was like, when we when we were trying to figure out like their names and stuff, um, we I was I was like, I can't do the rhyming thing. I can't because they were going to be Chloe and Zoe. Oh and my I was like, god! I can't fucking do it. I can't. I can't fucking do it. And so they're not. They have completely like different names and um, not not knocking anybody that does does do that with their twins or whatever. Like it just it just wasn't for me. And so no, um, I agree. So and also it's like if just, you want them to be like separate and not have like complexes about yeah. competing with each other. then it's like don't name them rhyming names <laughs> and like make, yeah. pretend they're the same fucking person. Yeah, no. And I've and I've told them like from literally since the time that they could like understand words like you are two different people. If you do two different things like i would prefer it if you did two separate things okay so that like we really make that separation between the two of y'all you're gonna be good at some stuff she's gonna be good at other stuff you're not the same person so i've i've tried very hard to like get that through their head so that like when other people do that to them they're like i'm not my sister i'm good at some things and i'm not good at other things and she's good at some things and she's not good at other things i'm all you tell them girl tell them yeah exactly but, so anyhow um okay al al east will the rays take it will the orioles take it now it's things are obviously a lot more interesting i mean i hope even though i i obviously i have no love in fact dare i say hate every other team in this division i fucking hate the rays i despise them <laughs> So I hope that they just now continue to sink. I would love that. Um, they have two fans and I feel fucking petty rage against them too. I like want to see them suffer. There's only a handful of them, but somehow I just want them to, they were, they were so obnoxious. Those two guys were really obnoxious in the beginning of the season and now they have to choke on it. So I hope that the Orioles win the division. I really do because fuck the Rays. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of Yankee fans being like, Oh, I wish the Yankees were more like the Rays. The Rays have not won shit, okay? Like, who cares about the Rays? They're like, their method of building a team, the Yankees should try that. The method has resulted in the same result as the Yankees. So <laughs> what difference does it make? Tell me how you really feel, Eb. Yes. I have a lot of feelings about the I AL East. I love it. Okay. So the Orioles are going to take the AL East. Um, dude, I don't even know what the fuck's going to happen yeah, in the Central. Like, is it really going to be the Twins with a, what are they, 50 and 48 right now? You think the yes. Twins will take it? You know? Or do you think the Guardians probably will just be like, The Twins are pathetic. Go. Yeah, the Twins are pathetic every year. Um, they are like the only team that I know for sure if the Yankees face in the postseason. The Yankees could be even worse than they are now, and they would still lose and get swept by the Yankees. They just cannot beat any the Yankees ever. And I feel like they're just going to kind of roll over and die, and Cleveland might sneak up on them. But man, what a pathetic division! I, someone weeks ago uh, tweeted they were like, 
someone like someone is going to win the AL Central and they're going to dump champagne all over themselves when they do. Like, but it's just the worst fucking division in the world. Like someone is gonna back into that division title and right. be like, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, good job. Must be nice. I'm so I'm obviously so better. Like, must be nice to have the worst fucking division. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, why can't the Yankees be in there? Although yeah, Yankees um, would literally be in first place in that division. Yeah. By well, I was not for say long, not, but not by much though. <laughs> not by much because their what their record is fifty and forty-seven. Yeah. So I mean percentage points ahead of the twins. I have something in my tiny eye here. Jesus Christ. Anyways. Um, all right. And you know, AL West. AL West. Do you think do you think the Rangers can hold on? I, I think mean, that I was gonna be nice and be like, do the Angels have a chance? Let's <laughs> no angels are cooked. They, I think, I think that with Jordan coming back, the I mean, and also there's still what 50, 60 games left. That's a lot of games left yeah. to to call a division. With the Astros are right on their heels, they probably have a few series against the Rangers left. I'd imagine they probably have at least six games, um, or maybe six have, games. I think we have. I think we just have the one season, series left, which is Ooh. coming up. That makes it. It'll, that makes it very interesting. I wish it was at the end of the year, though. That sucks that it's coming up now. Yeah. I, like, you um, keep talking about that, and I, I will look it up. Make sure. I think that Jordan coming back will be huge for the Astros. That'll be a big boost. But the Astros pitching is a problem. I think that uh, their starters are, have not been as, you know, some of them are hurt. Uh, some of them haven't been as sharp the, as they were last year. Uh, I think that uh, the bullpen needs a little bit more depth, probably, even though it's been pretty good. But I feel like just with the Yankees, it's starting to get a little gassed. That's what happens with the bullpens. You have a bunch of guys that you go to, and their lights out for the first half, and then they start to putter a little bit in the second half and start giving up bombs and blowing games. Um, so you know, I think that I think I think Texas is going to hold on, okay. barring like major injury to any of their stars. I think that they're going to hold on. So we have three games with Texas next week and then three games with Texas in the beginning of September. So we shall see. We shall oh, yeah, see. the Yankees play uh, Texas at the end of the season again, I think. We did at the end of the year, 2021, the end of 2022, and I think we're set that way in 2023. Yeah, um, we play so the don't, Yankees. Don't count on us to take that series if you guys need it. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, we we One play less. we play the Yankees right before we play Texas, so it, it's Yankees, Texas, San Diego, Oakland, Kansas City, Orioles, Kansas what an City, easy run, holy shit, Seattle, and then Diamondbacks. So, well, we shall see, we shall see. But yeah, we have um, three coming up: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, and then three the beginning of september fourth fifth and sixth so we'll see if the uh we'll see if they can hold on but like i said i've i've never rooted harder for the fucking dodgers stupid dodgers oh wait we don't play texas again i just made that up never mind (laughs) like jk (laughs) maybe you actually have a chance then if you guys need them to lose games at the end of the season let's hope man let's fucking hope um because i want to say there's Schedule got harder or something? I don't fucking know. Um, let me look. Let me see here. 
fucking Texas Rangers. Uh, all I know is that the, oh, three games. I'm dumb. Not four games, three games. Um, since the All-Star game is in Arlington next season, I was like, oh, I want to go so bad because it's like right there. But then I'm like, do I really, do I really want to go to fucking Arlington? Because it's Arlington and it's not, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I say yes. I'm dying to go to an all-star game. I'm dying to go to the home run derby. Do it. If you can do it, do it. Because who knows when the, when the Astros are hosted. They, they're not getting in a new stadium anytime soon. So they're probably, who knows how far down on the list they are for an all-star game. Forever, forever. I don't know. Let let's go, M. You and me next. Season. I would love we'll to. Go. Let's do it. Let's plan it. Oh my god, that would, would be hysterical. That would be so fun. I would love to do that. You, you, me, and Kelsey. It'll be uh We can get all of the content. I'm in. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, um, Kelsey. We'll just DM her afterwards. Be like, hey, Kelsey. Guess what? We're just gonna we're just gonna plan for the um, All Star game and home derby, home run derby next season. Mm. We're doing it. Let's go. And she's like, wait, do I get Packy a choice? Bags. No. No, you do not. Um, and okay. you're paying too. We, yes. we decided that as well. Sorry, you missed the meeting. So nice of you. You, <laughs> you got it. That's what you got to do. Sorry. Um, okay, so let's see. They September they have after us. They have Oakland four with uh, Toronto, the Guardians, Boston, Seattle, Angels, Seattle. That's pretty so, easy. I yeah. mean, it's not it's not the easiest, but it's pretty it's not the toughest. Yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe the Blue Jays will will be okay. Maybe Blue Jays depending stay. on who's pitching for. I don't even know what the fuck Boston's doing. <laughs> they they fuck fuck them. They always they are such a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> They'll be terrible by then. Don't worry. I'm like. I say they're terrible now, but like, what the fuck? They they're are. They'll be even worse. But I also, my pettiness usually blows up in my face. So everything that I've been like really bitter about and said really like with conviction is going to be the opposite. So you have that to look forward to. Perfect. I mean, they're Boston's oh. winning the World Series. That means that would hurt so bad. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. Just, honestly, New York just, City would burn to the ground. Are you okay? So are you one of the? Are you are you the Yankee fans that that? consider the red sox your mortal enemy like your rival yes oh yeah okay see again this is like before baseball Susie, because everyone's like yeah the yankees and the red sox and i'm all really like i don't i don't see it like i would think that and like and maybe it's the vitriol that like is spewed towards like astros fans from like yankee fans that i'm all really like yankee fans like i thought the yankees like hated the astros more than like no like the red sox and then i have like talked to yankee fans and like no, like we don't give a fuck about the Red Sox because they suck. Um, but fuck the Astros. Well, oh, all right then, you know. And so, um, it's one of those where like, well, who are the Astros rivals? I'm like, I don't know, like the Yankees, like, and everyone's like, no, Susie, it's the Cardinals. I'm all, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. exactly. No, the like, Cardinals the have the fuck? Cubs, and they're all, oh, Susie, you're such a new fan. I'm all, the Cardinals. What? I'm like, what am I missing? And they're like. The Cardinals were like the Astros killers when it was like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like when we were in the NL, I was like, but we haven't been in the NL for like, I don't fucking know like how long. I was like, so now it's like the Cardinals and the Cubs. And they're like, no, Susie, the Cardinals. I was like, we haven't played the Cardinals and I don't know how fucking long. Like it's not the Cardinals. Stop it. 
And like like, getting your ass beat by a team for a long time doesn't make them your rival. It just makes them fucking someone who beat up on you a lot. Exactly. And I was like, I don't, I was like, no, that's not it. So I'm like, at this point, I feel like it's either like the Yankees or like, I don't know, like the Dodgers or like, dare I say the fucking, I don't know, like the Mariners, maybe. Like, I, and at this point, I, I just really think of like, which fan base is the most insufferable to me and i'm like oh no that by by far and away mariners done and oh, done really like oh god yeah like it's not like i've met some like I've, i say met i have seen some like insufferable right. yankee fans but oh my god like the fucking mariners fans are f- just off the fucking charts and if you're a mariners fan and you're listening to this but for some god awful reason i don't have no i have no idea um i'm very sorry and i apologize but like get a fucking grip y'all like you so many fucking mariners fans came out the goddamn woodwork last season when we put a fucking broom on our fucking like graphic on the social media thing oh my god like you would have thought that like we i don't know like kidnapped and tortured the first fucking born of every child in fucking seattle the way they acted i was like it's a picture of a broom y'all like it's not that big of a fucking deal like i promise you like no no it was the end of the fucking world and like so many i was like i don't i i can't i i I can't i'm like if i if i start talking about this like on twitter i'm gonna just get in so many fucking arguments with fucking strangers on the internet that i don't i don't have time i literally don't have time like i have enough drama in my own fucking life that I actually know I can't add to it with fucking strangers on the internet. I can't do it. And then well, fans of teams that like have been historically bad, uh, like the Mariners, um, the Orioles, like their fans have this like underdog complex where, or like, and like a lovable loser sort of complex where they like, view it as like hey how dare you like as if they're like a high school team and the astros or the yankees are like beating down them and the fans are like taunting them it's like how dare you like you know oh you're or like when fans of their teams then start getting a little bit of cockiness because the team's good it's like oh you're turning into astros fans you're turning into yankees fans it's like no you are just whining and you like think that everyone should coddle of this team like they're fucking professionals give me a break like Stop being such a fucking baby about everything. Yeah, I was like, um, you do like, yes, I realize that you're you are literally the only team that gave us any fucking trouble till we got to the World Series. Like, I, I, yes, you are correct, you know. But then, um, do you remember that fucking there was a in the game that Jordan hit the fucking three run home run to win the game? There was a there was a close up of a kid. Uh, an uh, an Astros fan that was like crying because obviously yes. you were losing the game. Okay. Um. Do you know how many fucking Mariners fans like the liter- the literal thread of that picture of that kid? How many people said that they were going to find that kid and kill him? I, know. I was like, it's, what? What the is the underbelly like, of fandom is so fucked up? I was like, bro, he's like ten. What the fuck is I the know. matter with you? Like do you do like what the f- and oh, i'm gonna give him something to cry. he's 10 what what are you like, doing what? like i assume I that you're so a grown-ass fucking adult and you're literally going after a fucking 10 year old like what stop it just fucking stop like 
I can't with y'all. And literally log off and fucking go outside. The entire, I was like, I can't, I can't. I was like, nope, nope, Susie, you can't do it. You can't do it. Like you literally, mm -mm, nope, can't do it. So I'm like, I can't. So I just like muted all of like all of the things that had to do with, I was like, deep breath, go outside, turn off Twitter. I mute everything at a certain time, at literally every tweet, every single tweet at some point. I will mute it. Like you, sometimes it's right away. Other times it's like after an hour, I'm like, okay, or a few hours, I'm like, mute this. But literally every time, I highly suggest it. Well, but you like, also I'm saying have, what I'm saying, and I don't care about your opinion. So why am I? You have like a bajillion people that follow you. I have like four. I mean, I don't have four, but like I don't have like thousands of people. So I could I could totally understand why like you're muting shit. Like me, I'm like, no, I just don't want to see you anymore. So I'm gonna just like me and myself. We're just exactly. gonna mute all mentions of Mariners and so. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh so okay, so then who takes it for the AL? Who is playing the Braves in the World Series? The Braves the AL. Hmm. Um, well, it's obviously gonna be whichever team, it's not gonna be a central team, I'll tell you that much. They're gonna get beat the fuck up by whoever they you play. Don't, you don't think it's gonna be the the twins and the Braves? No. If it, if the twins, the twins will. If, if that is the World Series, then that means that like there was a plane, a horrible plane crash involved of the other team that was gonna play them in the championship series. So they just got it by like default. They were the next team down. Um. Hmm. I still, I think that it'll, I still think it'll be the Astros. I think that the Astros will, because they'll still get a wild card even if they don't win their division. I think that they are just, so it's a, they're just it's that a team rematch. in the postseason. It's a rematch. And of also I PTSD, so I feel like I can't say any other team. It would be like a total lie if I, <laughs> I'm just terrified of them in the postseason at this point. So, so, so it's a rematch of 21. Is that, is that what I think saying? so. I do. No one else has, has a hitter like Jordan who just always gets the big hit. Acuna seems like he might be that guy this year. Uh, who, you know, we'll see if it happens in the postseason. But like having Jordan is makes all the difference in the world. Matt Olson's trying to make a fucking run for I don't know, like NL Player of the fucking year. Is that a thing? I don't know. NL MVP. MVP. Yeah. Uh, he. There's no way he'll take it away from Acuna. Acuna would that's, have to. That's true. Like just that's take true. a dump on the home plate. Every time he gets up to the plate to lose it at this point. Well, I, is it? I think he. I think he did. He hit two home runs today. So I think Matt Olson is now leading the NL in home runs still again. Because there was. Yes. Yeah, I, I think there was a time when he wasn't like for like three days, <laughs> and then Matt Olson said, "Let me hold my beer. Let me do this." <laughs> Let's see. Hold. Let me see who the leader is. Fuck. Yeah, Olsen. Like, is it Olsen? Yeah. It's a lot he's of... Got, if he hit two today, that means he's got 32. Because it says yeah. he has 30. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he he hit two home runs today. And then, like, uh, Austin Riley hit a home run to be the to be the Diamondbacks today. I really thought the Diamondbacks uh, were going to fucking sweep. They did not. They did not. That was, a, that was a fucking game, too. Jesus Christ. Spencer Strider fucking strikes out 13, but is, like, losing in them all. Baseball's not fair, bro. <laughs> like, that's I know. not. Like, 
Now, how do you do that? And he's like, oh, cry me a river. Oh, you did something amazing. Your team fucking shit the bed. <laughs> oh, poor Shohei Otani. Where do you think, who do you think is going to win the Shohei Otani sweepstakes? Oh, man. I, I think it'll probably be either the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mets, or the Dodgers. Those are the only teams that I can really see shelling out for a player like that. Maybe the think, Rangers. Maybe. You think the Yankees will, will shell out for a rental? For two months of a I rental? Oh, you mean if he gets traded? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, just for this season. That's all. Sorry. Oh. Just for this season. Um, who do you think? I don't think that he'll get traded. Really? Yeah. You, I think that you think the Angels hold on to him? Yeah, I think that uh, he's kind of in a lose. Uh, what's his face? That loser Art Moreno is in a, a lose lose situation. Yeah. Whereas, like, you trade him, and and then it's like you traded the best player of all time, but at least you got something back for him. But if you don't trade him, then you let him walk, and then it's like okay, so you don't get a- you you, you don't, don't get anything for him. Yeah. You could have traded him and gotten a very nice return for only a two month rental. Yep. Because obviously it's not it's not going to be something insane like an insane haul because it's not like Juan Soto where when he got right. traded to the Padres last year he had two and a half years left of team control before he reaches free agency. So like, but you're still going to get maybe a major league caliber player, major league ready player, and a prospect or two. But then again, like the Angels don't really care about their system or like right. like so I don't know Art Marina like I don't know I think I think that he's because of the kind of owner he is, I don't see him trading it just because look at their stadium is fucking packed because everyone wants to go see Shohei. So he's going to miss out on those months of ticket sales and concession sales. And because the minute that Shohei's not there, that's going right. to, his attendance is going to tank. Yeah. Yeah. It does suck. It does suck. I, he is in a, I was like, why don't you just sell the team? Just sell the team and be like, you got Shohei for this entire year. But again, that's, yeah, it is what it is. So, all right. So, um, Astros and Braves. Yeah. Re- I guess Astros Braves. Redo of, of 21. So do you think the Astros take it this time again? Do you think there's going to be back-to-back World Series winners? No. Nope. Braves I think are that win if it? the Braves, yeah. If the Braves, if the Braves are able to maintain this momentum, to the point where they get to the World Series, I think that it will be very tough to beat them. Their t- their team is just too good. Their lineup is just so good. I will agree with that. I will agree with that. They have they have hitters in the positions where you should have offensive out- output, and the key to being unbelievable is having really good hitters in positions that don't have offensive output, like catcher. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, shortstop, like second base, like all these other positions where they have guys that are hitting fucking. 30 home runs and we're only we still have two months left to play so yes three months two months not like two months sean murphy and his all that cake <laughs> so delightful anyways braves cheating scandal news is gonna when it breaks gonna be huge i'm telling you they there's anthopolis island and that's how <laughs> fucking they get all of their players to sign the fucking player the team friendly contracts <laughs> And giving a percentage of their of their wages back to the Braves. Which is fucked up. Lee should fucking investigate that. It's weird. Yeah. Not that it's bad to get to charity, but like that seems sketchy. Literally. I'm like, how do you how is that happening? How how is literally all of the fucking players 
giving a percentage of their of their team friendly contract back to the fucking Braves. They must have some other deal that like you know the Braves were able to find loopholes or whatever to have them make money some other way. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm telling you, Anthopolis Island, they have all of the fer- the fucking players' families locked up on the island. They're like, you're going to have to sign the contract, bro. Like, sorry. Like, that's you what you're going to have to do. 10 year, to get your, 10 in year, five and a half million do- dollar deal. Uh, I, like, yeah, fuck them. Uh, we, um, Shelby and I did the, did a, um, a little like mini podcast about it. And I was telling her about it. And she's like, are you telling me the truth? I she's like, I feel like you're just lying to me just to get like a re- I'm like, I swear to God, like this is a rumor on fucking Twitter. And then like I read her all the fucking contracts and she's like, wait, what? I'm all, I'm telling you, like that. How else can you fucking explain? She's like, I can't. I was like, exactly. See, Anthopolis Island, but there you go. So now the Dana Brown's over here at them all. Um, Dana Brown, I just I want I, I just want to mention that there are some islands like down here on the coast. No one fucking knows about those islands, okay? Like, no one. I'm just saying, if you need a place to like to hold to the people, kidnap, just, just to, to human know. traffic, we got the, we got a spot right? for you. Beautiful. Just, just saying, like right Freeport. Freeport's like right here. There's no fucking. There's no security. Just we can do no it. I'm just, I'm just letting you know, okay? <laughs> there really isn't. There really isn't. Um, that that's a whole other can of worms that we just won't get into right now because it's a baseball podcast, not a. You know, not a uh, human rights podcast. That's that's a whole other thing that I'm all, what? What's going on that's over the there? That's the next no. hour. Yeah, that's the next hour. So, um, all right. Well, and we have been talking for like an hour and a half. That's a, that's a very long time. So, um, I, again, I really appreciate you coming on, M, and tell the peoples where they can find you, where they can find your podcast and all that fun stuff. We, our podcast is on every podcast platform, uh, Breaking Balls with Emily Nyman. Um, we released an episode Sometimes every week, sometimes every two weeks, usually uh, towards the end of the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, you can find me on Twitter at MSheDoesIt. And um, yeah, if you enjoyed this conversation at all, then you would definitely enjoy my podcast because it's basically the same thing. Except instead of talking to Susie, I'm talking to my cousin, John. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, I'm still looking for a female co-host, Em. So if you want to add something else to your plate, you know, like you could just be like bourbon and baseball. It's with Susie. Like, just saying. I mean, like, don't tempt like me with a good time. I mean, that was my nickname in high school. Susie, good time. <laughs> I say Fulton. That was my, that's my fucking married name. Roberts was my maiden name. There we go. Um, it actually wasn't. Asian Sensation was my, no, just kidding. Asian Sensation. <laughs> that was my stripper name. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so, um, well, I guess that leads me into my last point. So, um, ladies, if you listen obviously if you listen to this podcast you like baseball so if you have ever been interested in i don't know talking about baseball on like a actual platform hit me up um slide into my dms suzy q underscore 111 or the bourbon in baseball excuse me bourbon in b-ball i'm dumb don't go to bourbon in baseball because that's <laughs> not me okay look for the asian girl in the uh, avatar and um there's the bourbon in b-ball up there i don't know where I'm pointing up there. And then um, Suzy Q underscore 111 or, you know, on Instagram, all this, all the same places, YouTube, carrier pigeon. Let me know. Smoke signals. Okay. <laughs> Message me ladies. If you like to talk about Astros um, or, you know, baseball in general, typically baseball in general, because that's what we like to do. All of the teams, all of the baseballs. Okay. Um, so hit me up. Let me know. And 
don't forget to go check out Emily at Breaking Balls Podcast. I love that name. FYI. It's hysterical. Thank you. So um, with that, we will say good night. And I hope you enjoyed um, this last podcast. So yay, baseball. I don't know where the end broadcast. There we go. Oops, I have to push it again, apparently, because it's literally like, do you want to really end the podcast? Yes, that's why I push the fucking button. Thank you.